Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe and I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations, tips and tricks, products we love and brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. So let's be honest, after the 18 months that we've all just had, um, (laughs) a little bit of escapism. And even if we can't leave the country, just thinking about traveling somewhere beautiful. Yeah, and talking about it. (laughs) And talking about it is keeping us sane at the moment. So today we thought uh, we would do a travel special, where to take your kids on holiday, a Q&A for you guys. Uh, We thought it would just kind of be helpful to figure out the spots that you can go to, the best places for kids, throw the questions out to you guys and get somebody who knows exactly Exactly what she's talking about when it comes to travel. She's looking. She's looking at me like she doesn't, but she does. Uh, Mum to a hundred. She's just told me. Um, <laughs> travel writer. Uh, she started blogging about six years ago. Uh, people. She says people don't know her as Rachel. People will know her as Lux Family Five. Please welcome Rachel to the podcast. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. Have you managed to get away much in the last eighteen months? So we were really lucky that um, over Christmas, we well, we were meant to go away for eight days and then we ended up away for four weeks because we kind of got stuck out where we were. So yeah, in 18 months, I've actually only been away four weeks, which is absolutely crazy for a travel blogger to only be away that amount of time. But I am mm. going away tomorrow um, and we are going to be away for four weeks. So yeah. <gasps> where are you going to, Rachel? So tomorrow I'm starting off in Santorini. Uh, we're then popping over to Bahamas and then over to Mykonos. Oh my Popping goodness. over to the Bahamas. Oh, I'm not sure we can have Rachel on the podcast now, actually. I've changed my mind. I <laughs> <laughs> bought the podcast. We're off. <laughs> Uh, Rachel, tell us how you started um, Lux Family 5. So Lux Family 5 was started just, I guess, back in the day when Instagram was quite new and we were all just like having a little go of it. I I wasn't very serious about it. And then um, I went, well, I actually took my kids out of school and we decided that we were going to give up our jobs and we were going to go traveling with our children. So we did a whole loop of the world four years ago. And that's when I really started to take it a little bit serious because people started to show an interest. And I was getting people in my inbox going, oh, it's like a TV show. I'm going to like tune in every night to see where you are. Um, I think we did 16 countries in 100 days. Wow. So that's when I really kind of started to take it serious and thought, oh, actually, I could I could do something with this. People are interested in watching us go on holiday as such. 
gosh and had you always been into travel like had that always been one of the things that you loved doing right okay so before I used to um host a travel show over in in America so I was living in the Bahamas I was hosting a show out there in the Bahamas and then I came back and I kind of you know met my husband started to have the children started to have family and it kind of stopped I always had I always had these itchy feet I just can't stay mm. in one place. I've never lived mm. in the same house for longer than three years. I'm that kind of person. So it was always in me. And then when I met my husband and he liked travel as much as I did, I was just like, right, we're doing this. We're going. We're just, I don't care what, how we do it, but we are going to take these children and they're going to see the world. Mm, it's Thank such you. an amazing gift that you can give a child. And I don't know, George, if you feel this, but when I was single, I mean, I've done endless trips like I did two massive um like gap years I guess I just put my backpack on and went off and I was away for 10 months and ended up in Mexico all over the place and did ski season and like grew up in Kenya so travel's been a big part of my life but since having the kids and obviously we've been going through a pandemic it's been I guess been made to feel slightly more sort of fearful about the process of travel and the whole world has been locked down and it's quite difficult now to get back into that you know you think about getting on a plane now and you're a bit like oh do you know what I'll just stay locally or yeah I can't be bothered to Scotland or I can't be bothered or I don't know what it's going to be like so I guess how do we get back to that place where the world opens back up and how do we how do we sort of grow in confidence again to take our kids to these places I mean I think people have always been nervous about taking their kids anywhere I think it's something yeah it just gives you the nerves anyway and I always say to people doing it isn't as bad as thinking about doing it you know, just get on that plane. And I think, you know, I said, I said to my husband, I said, I think people like us have to get out there and show people that it's okay. The world is open mm. again. And if mm. you're organized, you can do it. Mm. Um, I, and I think it's just about seeing other people doing it. And I'm like, I am going to take that step. Even, And I'm even a little bit nervous because it, it has been a while since we traveled. And mm. things are different now. I mean, I've got a right mess about these tests, what I need, what I don't. And, you know, I can understand yeah. how somebody who's not used to traveling will now be like, oh, do you know, it's not worth it. But it yeah. is. It yeah. really is. You know, if anybody can just, even just watch us for the next couple of weeks, if I can like help one family decide that actually, yes, I am going to do it, then I say mm. my job is done. Yeah. I just think it's about making the decision and going, do you know what? It can't be that bad. It can't mm. be that bad. <laughs> how, how do we get more organized to, to, to travel at the moment? Top tips for being more organized. Things are changing every single day. So my top tips would be to check with the government website of where you're going to, if they have any restrictions, um, who has to test for what, and check with your airline what their requirements are. That's really all you need to do. That's the only thing that's really changed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's very well set out on the government website. So, you know, keep checking. Even though it's going to change every day, every week, you know, I so say we're going to the Bahamas in two weeks' time. It's very different getting in there now as it was two weeks ago but as long as you know where to check everything is absolutely normal in fact when I traveled at Christmas I felt safer traveling with the extra requirements than I did before right listen we've had so many questions um because I think like you say even before coronavirus lots of families were a bit nervous about traveling anyway because you hear so many horror stories with kids so we will just jump into the questions um so are you going to kick us off yeah let's do it this is from elise how to deal with jet lag with smallish kids is a long-haul holiday really worth it okay so the rule of thumb is and i think you have to prepare yourself for this jet lag it takes children on average two days either side to climatize to the time difference. So if you've got it in your head that you know that it's going to be a little bit difficult for the first two nights and then you'll be fine, it doesn't make it that scary. 
I always try also, this is just something that I've always done. Before I get on the plane, I reset my clock. So I reset my watch to the time of where I'm going. And I, I say, mm. instead of saying, oh, you know, it would have been seven o'clock at home. I never say that. I'm on that time of the place I'm going from the minute that I get on the plane. Right. So if my child's having naps, I'll make sure that it's to the time of where we're going and not the time that it is when we're on the plane. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah, yeah you definitely. just try and get into it straight away. Just, yeah. yeah, jump straight in. And just never say, oh, my mum used to say this all the time, oh, but it's 11 o'clock at home. It's irrelevant. No. And just, just be prepared that it will take two days. And once those two days are up, you know, the kids will be in that time zone. Yep. It's fine and it would be worth it. Um, this is from Coral. What to do about car seats when hiring a car or taking taxis? Okay, so what I do is I pre-book all my cars on the holiday. So um, I see these people carrying car seats through the airport. You absolutely don't have to do that. The chances are everywhere you go in the world, there are going to be children, which means there are going to be car seats. <laughs> yeah. I don't worry about running out of anything. There are children where you're going. Um, you just need to, again, be organized. Um, all the hotels will offer, you know, cars. I just pre-book my taxi with a car seat and then I just use hotel cars everywhere and just make sure that, you know, the car seats are already pre-booked. Yeah, and also, in in some countries, I know in Dubai, you can book, like on Uber, but it's not Uber, I can't remember, it's Kareem or something, isn't it? And you can book taxis on your phone like you would an Uber with a car seat. And it's so, I mean, we just don't have that here, but in lots of countries, they're actually better set up. (laughs) They really are, and I think that, you know, people worry about going to other countries, but to be fair, a lot of the countries really are well set up for children and families. Mm. They have to be, they have to be. Yeah. Mm, Brilliant. Love that. Okay, this is from Melanie. Uh, Rachel, help. Two-year-old sleeps in a cot at home but will be in a bed on holiday. What do I do? Take your travel cot. Travel cots are amazing. I mean, I was still taking my travel cot with my three-year-old. I actually prefer travel cots to the beds that you get there anyway. Uh, Yeah, take a travel cot with you. You can check it in. You don't have to like carry it around with you. You can check it in. You can just pick it up at the other end. Once it's in your room, it's there. You don't have to move it around. Um, So yeah, Mm. take a travel cot. Oh, that's such a good idea, isn't it? Because in my head then, I was just thinking, what, take a travel cot with you? Mine's like, what, and have to lug it around. But you just take it in your taxi to the airport, check it in, pick Mm. it up the other side, put it back in a taxi the other end and then put it in the hotel room. Yeah, because also- sometimes the cots that they give you are horrendous aren't they they are they Mm. I had this yesterday I had somebody say to me oh you know um they're not they're not giving me a wooden cot at the hotel so I've got to take my travel cot I was like no no I would prefer to take the travel cot anything and now not naming any brands but some brands have amazing like easy to put up I, I got one it's literally just a flick it and it's up what one have you got? No, please name brands. We like naming brands. The Bugaboo has a new travel cot. It's absolutely incredible. You put it up in like two seconds, literally two seconds. It's a flip up, flip down. Got in the days when you're like climbing in there trying to like. Yeah. Pull out. the sides out. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, this Bugaboo one is my absolute go to. Brilliant. Okay, great. Um, oh, this, I bet this one will come up a lot, actually. Going out for dinner with a one-year-old or just don't bother. I think there's always that thing, isn't there? Like, do you try and get them to sleep in the buggy so you can sit down and, and enjoy a dinner or do you just let them be awake? What do you do? Do you know what? I do it. I do it. Take them. And do you know what? If it all goes wrong, you can always go back to the room. Yeah. Yeah. You're on your yeah. time on holiday. It's up to you what you do. So if you go out and it's amazing, great. If you go out and, you know, 
it all goes wrong, just go back to the rooms. I would always say try. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a really good advice. I would be the same. Last time we got out to Kenya, whenever it was, nearly well, 18 months ago, the kids were obviously 18 months younger and we tried to go to a restaurant. We'll see, it was all outdoors and stuff. And Kit was so little and I think it was in his reflux time and just halfway through the meal when he had just been crying, we just were just like, let's just go. See you later, paid for the pizzas and just went because it just wasn't working for us. But I'm glad we did it and gave it a shot rather than missing out of seeing our, and seeing our friends, you know. So I think sometimes it is worth it. I remember going to a hotel in Barbados and there was um, a very well-known footballer couple who have lots of children. And I just remember sitting there and she was adamant that she was going to go for dinner and she would just walk this child up and down the restaurant in the buggy. And nobody would bat an eyelid because they're like, yeah, we're yeah. in there, it's fine. Yeah. Some nights they stayed and some nights it wasn't working and they went. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, true. Great. Okay, this is from Jennifer. Family of three. We want to travel abroad to a nice place, but it doesn't cost a fortune. Any tips? Ooh, ooh. Do you know what yeah. Dubai? I know it's a, it's a go to, but Dubai has some amazing family deals on. Um, you know, and a lot of these hotels always check for their family programs as well. You can get like buy one room, get the interconnecting room free in a lot of hotels. Yeah. Now they don't actually advertise this. But if you ask, they, they run them. So Dubai is a really nice one. Um, yeah. Go to for me, actually Ibiza. Ibiza is great for families. It's yeah. absolutely brilliant for families. You know, Mallorca is brilliant for families. Um, yeah. I think Ibiza might be top of my list at the moment, you know. Yeah, Ibiza is still really expensive. I mean, I love Ibiza. We, we, we go there quite a lot. Um, but Ibiza is, and, and particularly at the moment, obviously the travel advice is changing every day, but obviously uh, currently it's on the amber list. Um, but the, the, I mean, I was checking the other day, the hotels are just through the roof and they're completely sold out everywhere and all that kind of stuff. But it just depends on whether you've been double jabbed, whether you can go to various different countries. Portugal's a really good shout for kids. I really love it for kids. Yeah. It's really family orientated. Belle de Lobo, Quinte. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous. And they do a lot of villas over there as well, which I actually like staying in a villa when you've got a family. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's one of my favourite things to do. And over in um, Veldalobo, amazing villas over there, yeah. Again, at the moment, you've got to pre-book. It's just... Everybody, well, everybody, everybody's sitting there going, you know, I don't know one person that said, oh, do you know what? I've had a lovely time sitting at home this year. I think I might do the same again next year. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> any, any websites where you can get particularly good deals? Um, well, you can come to me. <laughs> I actually work as a travel agent. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So, so I have access to kind of over 80 suppliers. I work with all the big, um, you know, two is your Olympics. You know, two is always a nice one. Olympic holidays do some amazing package holidays at great deals. Yeah. Yeah. We've just booked Croatia. Um, I wish I'd known Rachel. I could have come to you but literally about two hours ago. But we've just, we, we've just booked um, Croatia because Croatia is currently on the green list and we're not quite double jabbed. Um, so we've just done that. But I've just spent the last week just kind of trying trawling the internet and having a look at all the deals and stuff and like you said Tui came up trans we've booked the Meridian um which has got a really great kids club this is in Split I've never been to Croatia before so I'm so excited to go traveling and kind of see it again it'll be lovely yeah it's beautiful and also I remember like a lot of um there's the Olympic holidays they do like offers codes where you can get money off a lot are doing like free child's places at the moment you know so while while like travel is very much in the forefront of everybody's minds there are some amazing deals out there if you look for them okay brilliant okay so this is 
from Pamela, traveling with a toddler who is too big for a travel cot, but not in a bed yet, what to do? In that case, I would just ring the hotel up and ask for the cots that they offer. You know, they are big, you know, the big wood ones. I know yeah. we just said we prefer travel cots, but the ones that they give you, they are big yeah. um, and you can put them right next to the bed. Yeah, I, I would always ring in advance and just say, listen, can we have a cot? Yeah. Another, okay. good, another good option, I don't know if you agree with this, Rachel, but is, um, is making up a bed on the floor. Like I was always the kid that was asleep in a bed on the floor. So just just pulling off the sofa, you know, mattresses, just making, put three of the kind of seats of this, and then just put, I think that's how I transitioned. And then you just put pillows down the side. They can't roll yeah. anywhere. They're not going to go anywhere. If you're in a room with them, it's absolutely fine. Yeah. You know, if they don't like being in a cot, then why not try absolutely. that? Absolutely. And also putting loads of cushions around them. I do that when my daughter stays at my mum's house. We literally just put cushions all the way around the bed. And then she's kind of like, you know, it doesn't really matter. She can get herself yeah. down if she really wants to, but she, she kind of doesn't. So, well, sometimes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from this is from Natalie. Natalie is an extremely nervous flyer um, and doesn't know how to fly with her two and a half year old and a newborn at the same time. Can I have some tips, please? Do you know what? I let you into a secret. I am petrified of flying. Oh, really? Petrified. And I don't know why I chose this as my job. Um, But yeah, you'd be surprised at how many people are scared of flying. Um, I actually watched some YouTube videos, which were absolutely incredible on fear of flying. And I think that my my fear got worse with children. So that's absolutely normal for people to suddenly have more fear when you're with children. Um, I just think for, for me, it was very much like, do I want to show my kids the world? Just take a deep breath. Yeah. It's kind of like feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. You know, and honestly, you're not the only person on that flight that is petrified. Because I think that's the one thing. Like, I sit there going, oh my God, am I the only person that thinks this is all going to go horribly wrong? Am I the only person that's scared? Everybody looks so, like, excited. But chances are the person next to you is just as petrified as you are. It, it's quite normal. But YouTube have some amazing little mini videos. Um, just to kind of calm your nerves a little bit. Yeah, and you can also do um, a fear of flying course. Um, a couple of my friends have done that as well. BA do one, I think Virgin do one, and EasyJet did a really, really good one. I actually did it years ago, and it was so interesting. It was so interesting. Because it's all those little noises, isn't it? Like, what's that? What's that? And then the more yeah. you fly, the more noises you hear that you didn't hear before, and you're like, nope, that's not right, that's not right. But these terrifying courses are really good because you get the captain, you can ask him anything. Yeah, they're worth and, doing. Yeah. They're worth doing. Um, what do you do about naps on a holiday? Mine won't sleep in the pram. So I have had times with my first child where I would go back to the room and put them in the cot and then sit there. And then I thought better of it. And I just thought, you know what? Sometimes I will let them nap in the room. Sometimes I will let them not nap. Um... Do you know what I, what I used to do when, when I had to go back to the room for them to nap? I just made sure that I phoned the um, hotel in advance and got a really nice room with a balcony yeah. or a garden so that I could actually sit outside while mm. the baby naps. Hotels are really used to people asking for this kind of thing, by the way. So even if you just say, listen, my baby's going to take their naps in the room, can, I, can you give me a room where I will be able to sit outside, where I will be close to the pool, where I can hear the baby, but I'm also enjoying my holiday at the same time? Because the last thing you want to do is get stuck in a room without yeah. you with a baby exactly. and that's what I was going to say and typically they'll probably sleep longer than ever yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. Sat, in, sat in a dark room with them <laughs> always but yeah just call the hotel in advance and just ask for a room where you'll be able to sit out or or with a garden or, or somewhere where you can still enjoy yourself yeah even though the baby's inside good tip yeah 
Um, this one really rings true with me. Uh, airplane travel with a toddler. Does it ever really work? <laughs> and in my experience, it is a fucking disaster yeah. generally. Yeah. I think we've just got to take it that the hardest, the hardest age to fly with a child is between 13 months and two years. Yeah. Yes. It's not forever. When you get past the two, two and a half, it's easier. I think somebody was, um, once told me about the attention span of children and it gets more as they get older. So by the time they get to three, you can actually sit them down and they'll be able to maybe watch half a film or something. But, at, you know, 13 months to, to a year, to two years, you, I think we just got to suck it up, girls. Lots of walks up yeah. and down. You know, the, the airplane is really fun. Actually, I get a lot of questions where people go, what would I, what do I take for my, my one-year-old? I'm like, well, they love to play with like, the cards and the window and the thing. Actually, have a look around you at the aeroplane. What can your child actually play with around yeah. you? It's a new yeah. experience, isn't it, for them? Even just watching yeah. people, looking out the window, like all that yeah. kind of stuff is fun. Yeah, and also I think you've just got to keep it in your mind that when you get there, that's when the holiday begins. Because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've had flights from hell, you know, with Kit in particular, when someone, he, he cried for... I would say six hours and I just could not settle him and people were coming over like oh have you given him some milk and I was like oh no I'm starving him at the back of the plane that's what I'm doing I don't feed my child um but I think at that point I was just like just get me there just get me there just get me there that I just clung on and it is always worth it when you get there and you realize that you're on holiday you just got to like mindset expectations low <laughs> yeah yes yeah yes. and it's not but it's not forever you will get there and then also i have yes. expected the death stare you know that when somebody looks and you're like huh <laughs> i got a baby i yeah. used to feel awful i used to like, apologize for my child crying and then i'm like no 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 they're children it's what they do we'll be right back after this short break Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Family-friendly hotels with good, clean kids clubs. So if we're doing like, let's go with long haul. So somewhere like the Maldives, you've got Candima. I think it was voted like the best kids club ever. Um, it's got a pirate ship that squirts water. So I, people are like, oh, Maldives isn't um, child friendly. Maldives is really child friendly. I mean, they're yeah. really well set yeah. up. So Maldives, it would be something like Candima. If you want to go over to the UAE, there's a little island off of Abu Dhabi called Zayanuri. And again, yeah. they've got a water park. It's very adult, adulty. To look at it, you'd think it was the Maldives. You know, you've got the swings in the sea, but then in the middle of the island, they've got this amazing water park. So I'm like, 
Yep. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Because a lot of the time, you don't just want it to be, ch- to be children. You want the adults to have a nice time as mm. well. Again, yeah. anywhere in Vilda Lobo in Portugal, you've got loads of um, water parks near there, loads of hotels that are, that are child-friendly. Um, and if you go into the UK, a lot of the, um, the UK hotels nowadays have um, people that come in. Have you heard of, um, is it Sharky and George? Yes. An events company. They've now started to take over a lot of the UK kids clubs. Wow. So they go oh, and they right. do events okay. at the weekend. I know that Beaverbrook has one um, that they do, but they're taking over quite a few of the UK hotels. Okay. Yeah, that's really, that's good as well. Because what you want is a balance between having a holiday for yourself, but making sure that the kids are entertained as well so that you guys can have a drink and kind of, you know, a bit of adult time too. Yeah. You want it to be your holiday too. And I love a kids club. Yeah. I love the kids club. I, I mean, I make it my mission for my children to test out every kids club going. <laughs> it's part yeah. of their job. For review yeah, purposes. Yeah, yes. And there, there are a few where adults aren't even allowed in. So if you're going over to like the Atlantis ones, sometimes the adults aren't allowed in. It's that much fun. They're just like, no adults. And I'm like, oh, can, I, can, I come, can I come in here? And they're like, no, not for adults. <laughs> and then it's more fun for the kids, I guess. Yeah, it's like secretive. Um, camper van holidays, fun or stressful? Thinking about taking our five and three-year-olds on a tour of Canada. Ooh. Wow, brave, what an amazing yeah. trip that would be. I've never done it, but it's my dream. I just want to hire a big van and just drive. I think it would be amazing. Yeah. I'm yeah. all for that. I would say, yes, absolutely do it. I agree. Yeah. And like you say as well, there are lots of children in Canada, so you don't need to kind of prepare too much because everywhere you go, there's going to be stuff. There will be stuff. Don't worry. There will absolutely yeah. be nappies and milk wherever you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And maybe maybe break it up so you're not doing massive distances with a three-year-old and a five-year-old. Just, you know, a cu- couple of hours or half a day's driving and then get somewhere and have a couple of days there so they can kind of climatize to it. You don't want to, I don't think driving days on end with a three-year-old would be that fun. No, I think you definitely have so. to. I mean, when we did our trip, um, it wasn't quite the same, but we were spent, we were going from one place to another to another to another. And I made sure that we did at least four to five days in each place. So the t- kids yeah. could just, and then on we go to the next. Yeah. Because too much change yeah. can be a little bit disorientating yeah. for them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, this is from Susie. Best all-inclusive in Europe? I would say Sani or Icos. Yeah. yeah, those two are absolutely amazing. They're well catered. Um, they're really nice. I would definitely say one of those two. Okay. Um, fears over traveling with allergy kid. Allergy kiddo. I'm neurotic about places not being careful enough. I have a life-threatening nut allergy. Uh, so this is why I kind of come into my own. Right. It's scary. It is scary. But um, my best tip would be if you are not sure, do not eat it. Yes. You know, just stay away if you're not sure. Nowadays, I would say 99% of the hotels that I've been to have been absolutely incredible. If you're staying in a hotel, make sure that you go and you speak to the chef. You can ask to speak to them. Um, nine times out of 10, they will make my food separately. Buffets, I try and stay away from, in all honesty, because of the cross-contamination. Yeah. Just explain to the head waiter, listen, cross-contamination, they will make you something. I mean, they're yeah. so good. And I, I found that even over the past three, four years, you know, these hotels are really, really like coming up with their allergy information. Everything's labeled. Um, it's not such a worry anymore because it is so, you know, they're, they're so helpful. But um, yeah. yeah, I would say just be wary. If you're in any doubt, do not eat and don't eat street food. 
don't eat street food. food. <laughs> street food because it, you don't know. Yeah, um, you don't know. Yeah, stick to named restaurants rather than yeah. like your local. One. It, it makes it. It is hard. It is hard, and I found it hard traveling. Um, obviously, some countries are, are better equipped, but yeah, just ask and ask and ask, and mm. if in doubt, don't eat it. Yeah, fair enough. Good advice. Um, how to get a toddler to sleep on a night flight? I have been here. <laughs> oh, gosh. Dare I say Puritan? No, I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> Cowpole. Yeah, Cowpole, Puritan. Cowpole, Puritan, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you know what? Um, my, my main advice for this would be to absolutely tire them out at the airport and be that last yeah. person to get on the plane. You know when they go, oh, families and children, people with children and people who need extra help, get on the plane first. Why would you want to sit on that plane an extra hour? Why would you want to yeah. sit on the plane an extra minute than what you have to? We're always the last mm. people on the plane. I tire my children oh, yeah. out. And then as soon as they get on the plane, my little one, I'm like milk and fingers crossed they fall asleep and take off. But it's all mm. about trying to skip the nap previous to getting on the plane. And then they'll crash out. Them out. Hopefully they'll crash out. And do you know what? If they don't sleep, they don't sleep. Yeah. You just don't want them going going absolutely bonkers, do you? What do you think about face masks? Uh, as, not face masks. <laughs> They're going to be mandatory. Eye masks um, and pil- travel pillows and things like that for them. So my little ones love a travel, a travel pillow. I've never given them a face mask, strangely. Travel pillows, absolutely. You can get some really good. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen like the Jet Kids boxes. Yes, the little boxes yes. and they can sleep. Yeah, yeah. and there's one called um, My Plane Pal as well, which is a blow-up, where it, it literally makes the seats into like a bed. And it's so much easier for them to lay down. Oh, wow, that's so, so cool. I would definitely, definitely invest in some kind of bed. I actually saw one on Amazon because I think that I can't remember how much they are but they're quite expensive but I saw one on Amazon the other day for like £15. I will link it on our Instagram and I thought well that's worth a try isn't it because £15 even if if it doesn't work out and you end up leaving it at your destination it's not the end of the world. Um, Yeah and a lot of these ones are now the the blow up ones are really good you get a tiny little pump that you're allowed on as well you're allowed on the plane Um, and it just pumps it up and it just fills the gap between the end of the seat and the seat in front so they feel a little bit more because I think a lot of the time kids trying to sleep on the plane it's because they're uncomfortable in their seats and it's a squish and they can't you know so these these little you know inventions I'm all for them yeah I'm all for them yeah best week all-inclusive for a family of four five-year-old and a two-year-old but under three thousand pounds you know what is really nice is pine cliffs in um in Portugal sure that's all inclusive and you can get some really really good deals on there really good deals although again look at Chewy because Chewy have all the all-inclusive holidays you know most of their holidays are aimed at at families they're really well you know priced so yeah have a little look on Chewy yeah booking.com or any of the other ones that you can do like a hotel and a flight and do an all-inclusive that way booking.com is really good although it's not at all protected and it's not got after so just be careful I think a lot of people Booking.com is covered and you're not actually covered at Booking.com at all. For a big holiday, a package where you're spending a lot of money, I would go for um, a reputable like package supplier. Yeah. Okay, fine. Great <laughs> advice. There was, and, and, and actually when I was just, because we, as I said, we've just booked split. When I was going through the whole process, it actually worked out cheaper for me to book directly with the hotel. Once I'd found the hotel, it was about £400 cheaper to book straight to them. So I just cut booking.com out of it and went 
Oh, and you know what? I love booking direct with the hotel because you have that little one-to-one with them. You can ask for what you want. It's so much easier. Yes. You've not got that middleman you have to go through. If you want to change anything, it's great. It's just straight there. Yeah. 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 Uh, recommendation for baby-friendly honeymoon, please, with love, sun, and a little bit of luxury. I'm going to go back to Zayanuri in Abu Dhabi. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. You think you're in the Maldives. It's great for children. Um, a hundred trillion percent. When I was there, I said to my husband, actually, I was like, I would have come here on our honeymoon. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, brill. Yeah. yeah. Um, how, how do you feel about Africa? I have you travelled in parts of? Africa. I, yeah. The only thing that will pop people off Africa is the jabs that you have to get, and the yellow fever, and the malaria tablets you have to get for certain areas. But um, we did. You mentioned about being um, living in Kenya, so we yeah. did Kenya. We did Samburu. Um, I loved it. Hmm. It's a very special place to go, actually, and uh, I, I totally hear you. I think it's it's more frightening than than it actually is in, in reality because you kind of look at all the th- all the checklists and you know the things that you have to take. And like you said, obviously the malaria. That's one thing that I'm always concerned about with the kids. And actually, the last couple of times that we've been Luna and Kit. We haven't given them malaria tablets, but we go through through a herbalist and get this super duper strong mozzie spray. And in the evenings, I think because I grew up there, I'm a little bit more relaxed about it. We put longs on them. You know, they sleep under mosquito nets and stuff. And then when Isla goes, she takes um, children's malarone. So we kind of cover her that way. But that is a personal choice depending on yeah. you know, families. But some of my best friends live there and they've got kids and they just go through the precautions and do what they can. But again, there is children everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would take my children back to Kenya in a heartbeat. Absolutely, and they're so welcoming, and they are so lovely with the children over there. If we could just get it off the red list, Rachel, then I can see my mum again. Oh, (laughs) should we just finish on this one because this is like a universal question? (laughs) Yeah, go on. How do you get your kids to wear sun cream? Oh, I chase them around a lot. I scream, I shout, and then I bribe. <laughs> Great, perfect. <laughs> Amazing. What is in? If you put the sun cream on, I will give you two ice creams at the beach. Basically, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Rachel, you're a girl after our own heart. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. If you do have any other questions, please drop us a note or send Rachel one directly. Um, and yeah, been an absolute treat. Let's get us on the plane, Rachel. Can't wait. Let's. Thank you so much, girls. first travel Q&A that we've ever done perfect person and you're going on holiday and I'm not like this so this is just annoying me actually this chat it's just you're it's going just to Whitstable <laughs> yeah but it's not about. I want to be going on a plane somewhere so that's what I'm going to be doing this weekend I'm going to be tr- searching the internet for a good deal or maybe I'll tap up Rachel and see if she can book me something <laughs> yeah. well it was great wasn't it because she was like I'm a travel agent too so come to me yeah you can go to her exactly and I was just thinking about like some of the hotels that or you know places we've been to with the kids that have been great and there are so many of the hotels. Yeah, where us. do you love? Um, well, I mean, I grew up in Portugal, so Portugal is really easy for us because we obviously know like all the good restaurants to go to and all that kind of stuff. So we took Axel to the Comrade in Portugal um, when I was pregnant with Gigi and I definitely shouldn't have flown. Um, and there's a great kids club there, but I think that starts at three years old. But they do office, offer like a babysitting service. But there's loads in the Algarve. Like there's, there's one called the Anna 
Anantara and there's another one called the Tivoli which is towards Villamora and there's a bit more to do there like water parks and all that kind of stuff um, yeah. so yeah I, I, I love Portugal and then also um, my mum and I went to Tenerife when I was pregnant with Gigi and I'd never been there before yeah but we wanted some sun in March and it, the, obviously the flight isn't too too far and we stayed at somewhere called the Bahia del Duque resort and the Bahia del Duque uh, come on yeah, I mean <laughs> kids club we didn't use it but we were only there for five days and I did see loads of kids in there and it was just you know like an easy holiday you just turn up we didn't leave the hotel we just ate in the various restaurants we relaxed and that was that um so yeah I would definitely recommend that so well one of my favorite one of my favorite places to go in the summer is a place called Avoria which is in France it's in the French mountains so in the winter it's a ski resort but in the summer it's an alpaca teeth holiday so you've got like if you've got older kids that's sort of 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 that sort of age they've got ice skating they've got luging they've got um, all these amazing hikes they've got loads of BMXing they've got like leapfrog club they've got a swimming pool because it gets really really hot um, in the town in the summer yeah. So it's a slightly different holiday, but it's much more budget, you know, and you can go there for a week and have an amazing kind of adventure holiday. This is not like lying by a pool, but when no. I was a kid, that's what we used to do every single summer. And actually, we did a lot of the time we used to drive through France, staying at various different places along the way, ended up swimming in Lake Annecy and then heading up to the mountains. Like, it's a really amazing thing to do with your kids that you might and not I'm necessarily sure, yeah. think of and you've got amazing memories of those trips and that's what it's all about isn't it really actually my first snog was um (laughs) round the ice skate rink with a french (laughs) french boy guess what his name was pierre (laughs) classic (laughs) so that you know that was another memory that yeah if you want to teach your kids about (laughs) snogging (laughs) it's just a lovely place to go um then obviously like with my kenyan upbringing as well um there's an amazing five-star resort on the coast um called white sands which is great and then if you want to go down to the south coast and it's a little bit more like windsurfy and a bit more rough and ready then we love diani beach um so yeah there's loads of places in fact if you if you are thinking about kenya drop me a dm because i can really help out with so like, places to go places. I everything know. Um, but yeah so i was gonna say like the last couple of years i well since oh my gosh since before Gigi was born I haven't been on a plane because we've obviously been in lockdown and so we've have we've had a couple of holidays in the UK um we went to Cowley Manor which is kind of near Cheltenham actually yeah um and that's great for kids just because there's huge grounds but then there's also a spa they do a babysitting service that's a really great place to go and obviously like, all in. the usual yeah if you can get in exactly but then there's all the usuals like I think like the four seasons in Hampshire is meant to be amazing for kids and there's water slides and all that kind of jazz yeah and you can hire out the dog whose name's Charles and you can take him for a walk is that true? yeah it's true yeah wow <laughs> That's cool in itself, isn't it? It's worth that a visit. Is. I um, mean, get yourself there. If you've got any recommendations of any great places that we haven't spoken about for kids, holidays, hotels, locations, do drop us um, a DM. In fact, it might be nice to put a box up um, and then we can kind of share with everybody, you know, your favourite holiday destinations with your little ones. So we'll make sure we do that by the time the podcast goes out. Um, yeah, any hidden gems, please send them our way. Exactly. Um, and as always, we would love you to rate, review, subscribe and follow the podcast. If you can leave us a review, that would be fantastic 
fantastic. And do keep sending in your photos of where you're listening to the podcast. Yeah, we really love seeing those. And also, like we just said, if you have got any like recommendations for places to go, things to do over the summer holidays, please just drop us a DM. We're on at Made by Mummers on Instagram and we will be back on Tuesday. Made by Mummers is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the wonderful Imogen Hart. Insanity Group. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.